Zombified. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I am Bird. This is Jake. You have me. You have Jake. It's Saturday. You know what that means, Jake. Welcome to the mailbag. How are you, sir? All right. What's going on? Week seven. Week seven. Crazy. Crazy. We are exactly halfway till last week of the fantasy regular season for those that are normal people and play 15, 16, 17 playoffs. Nuts. Nuts that we're, that we're here. We've done six of these. This is going to be number seven. Very, very exciting stuff. Uh, yes, of course, this is the mailbag. This is the best. It's the best show I do all week. Truly, truly. I am on lots of shows all week by far. Mailbag day is my favorite day. You said that a time or two. When when I am down and I am in need of a pick me up, mailbag day that does that do, that does the goods. It, it it definitely definitely helps me out. Thank you for sharing. Of course, of course, this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to share my my thoughts, feelings, and emotions with the audience. So, before we get into anything, of course, we have your questions. We have start of the week. And, of course, we have uh, Thursday night. Yeah, that that's how we do it here. Uh, but first, we have to do the injury news. So <clears throat> let's start with the Chicago Bears. And who the hell is healthy with the Chicago Bears? You have all their running backs that are banged up, except for two, of course, Mike Vrabel guys, Deonta Foreman and Darrington Evans. So what does that mean for the rest, the guys that were actually playing? Well, Travis Homer, he's dealing with the hamstring injury. It looks like he is going to play in week number seven. Roshan Johnson, the other running back with Khalil Herbert on IR, he's going to be sidelined for another two weeks minimum. Um, He is still in concussion protocol. So Jake, let's just play this imaginary game. Roshan Johnson, for some reason, does not play. Is there a Chicago Bears running back that you are starting in this matchup versus the Raiders? I'm not. If Roshan Johnson does play, are you starting him? I think I would. Okay. Justin Fields, he is not practicing, and he is going. He is listed as doubtful for week number seven. So it looks like it is going to be our main man, Tyson Badgent, for the Chicago Bears, and before you even ask, uh, Jake, we do have a Tyson pageant question on this mailbag today. That's that's pretty silly. <laughs> well, well, when you when when you see the question, you'll under, you'll understand it. Uh, Anthony Richardson, he is going to be on season-ending IR. He did have shoulder surgery, and he is out until twenty twenty four. A really just shitty, shitty blow. For Anthony Richardson for the Indianapolis Colts. Gardner Minshew will be the starter the rest of the way. Kyron Williams, he is expected to miss multiple weeks with an ankle injury. This is going to be the look look at Zach Evans. Uh, Ronnie Rivers is also injured, and who knows when he's going to come back. And uh, yeah, they signed Darrell Henderson. But Jake, you know who also is on the Los Angeles Rams roster? Our good buddy Miles Gaskin. Ah, uh, this would that would that would just be terrible. Like truly, that that would just be awful. Yeah, 
I, I never want to see Miles Gaskin. Nobody wants to see Miles Gaskin. But of course, wishing him nothing but the best. Uh, let's see here. Do we have anything on this page? No, we don't. Okay, so we can go to the more recent stuff. Uh, Alec Pierce, he is not practicing Wednesday. He is dealing with a shoulder injury. Kylan Granson is dealing with a concussion. He was placed in protocol earlier this week, and he is in concussion protocols. He is not practicing. That sleeves Andrew Ogletree and Mo Ali Cox to get more work for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, if I said works, I, I don't know if I did, but if I did say that, then that was terrible. More work for the Indianapolis Colts. Jake, are you starting a Colts tight end? No. Never? Never. Beautiful. Uh, Dalton Kincaid practiced in full for the Buffalo Bills. It looks like he will be back this week from the concussion, that which made him miss week number six. The Bills, of course, play the Patriots on Sunday. Dawson Knox, a full participant with a wrist injury. Dallas Goddard. A groin injury, limited at practice this week. Uh, still early on, should be good to go, but any change in Dallas Goddard's practice availability, that should be monitored very closely. Devonta, Devonta Smith, not practicing when, uh, Wednesday. Uh, no update on his availability for Thursday. He is dealing with a hamstring. That is uh, not what you want to see, especially when there was no indication that he left Sunday's game hurt. Nothing of the sort. Um, yeah, and the Eagles just signed Julio, our good buddy, Julio. So, who knows with Devonta Smith, got to keep your fingers crossed with that one and hope that Devonta Smith uh, will be able to play in what's going to be an unbelievable Sunday night game versus the Dolphins. Amari Cooper, rest day, did not practice on Wednesday, did return to practice on Thursday, Ramondre Stevenson limited at practice for the Patriots. He's dealing with an ankle injury. Hunter Henry, same injury, an ankle, did not practice for the Pats. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster returned to practice. He, of course, is coming off of the missed game with the concussion. Uh, David Montgomery did not practice Wednesday for the Lions. Still seems like he's going to miss a couple of weeks. But then again, we thought he was going to miss a couple of weeks the last time, and he only missed a week. So... Who the hell knows? Dan Campbell just wants all of his David Montgomery and just going to make me sad because that's just what Dan Campbell loves to do. Make me very, very, very sad. Uh, Sam Laputa, he was listed as a limited participant with a calf injury. Should not be too much of an issue considering he had this last week and played on Sunday. So there should be no real issue there with Sam Laputa. Uh, Craig Reynolds did not practice. He's dealing with hamstring and toe injuries. Jake, if there is no David Montgomery and no Craig Reynolds, is it all systems go for Jameer Gibbs? Yeah, you'd have to start him. Begrudgingly? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. Gonna have to. Don't want to. I tra- I traded him in a keeper league this morning. I traded him and Tyler Lockett for a fifth round pick. But that must have sucked. Uh, well, the, te- the team's bad. The team is bad. I've been selling off my assets like it's nothing. I have two-thirds, two-fourths, and two-fifths going into next year's draft. So something to look forward to. Yeah, very much so. Very, very, very much so. Uh, Saquon Barkley, he's been limited in practice with the ankle injury, but obviously returned uh, versus Buffalo, and he's trending towards full health and will play more than likely, barring any sort of uh, extreme setback against the commanders in week number seven. Uh, 
some Cleveland Browns news. Kareem Hunt not practicing. He is dealing with a thigh injury. Uh, Definitely kind of a problem considering, well, Kareem Hunt kind of found his way back into fantasy relevancy. Color me really surprised that Kareem Hunt has done such a thing, but obviously something to monitor as we get closer to Sunday. Uh, Chase Claypool was a full participant in Dolphins practice. Well, Jake, we should have made that bet for Darnell Moody and Chase Claypool. Yeah, We really freaking should have. I mean, they were just as useless together, but at least Darnell Mooney was a little less useless. Uh, is there any hope for Chase Claypool with the Miami Dolphins? None whatsoever. Beautiful. Welcome back to reality. Uh, Jeff Wilson practiced in full Wednesday. He, of course, was has been on the IR for most of the season. And now here we are. Jeff Wilson looks like he's going to be back. Uh, Jake, is there any possibility that you start Jeff Wilson this weekend? None. It's Raheem Mostert's gig, you think? Yes, until I see otherwise. Salvin Ahmed, is he droppable? Yes. Okay. So you think it's Mostert, Wilson, Ahmed? Yeah, obviously, yeah. Okay. Uh, Greg Dolchich did not practice Wednesday with the hamstring injury. It's been a recurring theme for him this season, just dealing with hamstring injury after hamstring injury. Uh, seems to have aggravated that injury and is looking like he's going to be doubtful for week number seven. Aaron Jones limited Wednesday with the hamstring. It's been lingering all year long. Same sort of story. But coming off of the bye, I think it, you would have thought maybe he would have recruit, recu- recuperated. There we go. There's 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 the English language. And it just hasn't happened. So, uh, yeah, definitely concerning, but not like not slamming the panic button. DEFCON 5 levels of concerning. Uh, Christian Watson, he is off the injury report altogether. He, of course, had the hamstring situation. Off of it, practice in full. He is good to go for the foreseeable future. Pat Fryermuth, hamstring, full practice, good to go. Deontay Johnson, hamstring, full practice, good to go. Kyler Murray returned to practice for the Arizona Cardinals, uh, of course, recuperating from the torn ACL. Uh, Jake, putting your guessing hat on, and I don't, I don't expect you to get this 100%, 100% right, but when do you think Kyler Murray returns? Kyler Murray returns within the next three weeks. Okay. So right at the end of that IR designation okay. period. Uh, DK Metcalf, he's dealing with both ribs and hip injuries. Uh, did not practice Wednesday for Seattle. Tyler Lockett, hamstring, limited practice for Seattle. Charbonnet, you guessed it, hamstring, did not practice Wednesday for Seattle. Devontae Adams, shoulder, limited Wednesday for the Raiders. Much bigger story, though, with Devontae Adams is that he is now vocally airing out his grievances, that he is unhappy with how he's being used, um, and it could it could boil over where Devontae Adams is looking for a trade in the offseason. Jake, do you just want to just take it away and, and I wonder, spew your I, nonsense? I, I wonder where. I, I, I wonder where he's going. I wonder where, <laughs> I wonder where he wants to go. New Orleans? Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just great there. Yeah, it really worked out the first time joining Derek maybe Atlanta. So could, maybe Atlanta, so Arthur Smith can waste another talent. Dude, did you see that Van Jefferson was getting run in the red zone? Of course I did. Of course I did with Tyler Algier in the backfield. Yep. And Drake London and Bijan Robinson and Kyle Pitts off the field. Yep. It was Van Jefferson, Matt Collins, John U. Smith, and Tyler Algier. 
Yeah, that, that's um, that's what we would call a fantasy a fantasy manager's worst nightmare. Yep, confirmed. Hates fantasy, but yes, Con- Devonte confirmed. Um, I would think the Jets would be uh giving a call because this guy Aaron Rodgers uh might want Devonte Adams on his team. likes him a little bit. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, as stated before, trending like he is going to be playing in week number seven. Uh, Jamal Williams played on Thursday. Obviously, we don't really talk about uh, Thursday night all that much outside of the predictions that everybody can look back on and laugh at us for how terrible they are, how great they are. Uh, But I bring up the Jamal Williams return slash injury. Obviously, this is Thursday. We haven't seen Thursday night football yet. Everyone who's listening to this now is benefit of hindsight. But going into Thursday, Jake, are we nervous about Jamal Williams being back there with the potential touchdown upside for Kamara? Yeah. I'm concerned. I'm very curious to see how they, they, they split this up. And there's Taysom Hill too. You have to worry about too in the red zone. You mean six catch Taysom Hill? Yeah. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. The two teams I hate more than any, more than anything in this entire, in this entire world, really. The Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints. Go figure. Who would have thought and, that? And the Tennessee Titans. And, and and the and the Tennessee Titans. But they do have Derrick Henry, who I do really, really, really love. But outside of that, but brutal. Hate hate, hate them. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has been ruled out for Week Seven, so it looks like it is going to be either Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer. Jake and I both feel that it is going to be Aiden O'Connell. So, but we will wait and see what the Raiders decide to do. Deshaun Watson, he returned to practice and has started throwing after missing time with a shoulder injury. Air quotes. I hope everyone could have, uh, could could see that one. Uh, Josh Allen was limited Wednesday with a shoulder. Full participant Thursday with the shoulder. Seems good to go. And then Damian Harris, who that whole scary situation on Sunday night with him being taken off the field in an ambulance. He is not practicing. He's dealing with neck neck injury and a concussion all the best to Damian Harris as he goes forward in his recovery and hopefully we will see him back on the field at some point this season all right Thursday night football Jake we both had good weeks last week the Chiefs won it was terrible it was an awful game I fell asleep that's how bad it was um, now we have tonight. We have the Jaguars and we have the New Orleans Saints. A tough game to call. It looks like Trevor Lawrence is going to play. I, I honestly, I think this is this is a toss up. If it were in Jacksonville, I would say Jacksonville comfortably. It's in New Orleans. I'm not quite sure. I'm, I'm going to say that the Jaguars win this game. A low scoring game. I'll, I'll say. Uh, I'll say 23 to 20. I'm going to take the Saints here at home. I'm going to take the Saints 20 to 17. Okay. Low scoring game. Not, it'll be, it'll be a competitive game. It'll be like a little boring in terms of starting off slow with the scoring, but uh, give me the Saints at home. Yeah, I hate this. I, I really hate this game, but. Hey, it'll be entertaining because it's it's not the Chiefs. And honestly, I just hate watching the Chiefs on national television. Every Thursday night game stinks, man. Truly, truly. Every Thursday night game is just, it's awful. It's awful. But it's football. And you know what? 
at the end of the day, can we really complain when it is football? Because one day, when it's in the middle of March and it's cold, there's there's you know basketball still on, you have hockey on, and you, but you're really missing football. You're gonna say to yourself, man. I wish I were watching the Jaguars and the Saints right now just because it's football. Maybe. Oh, I'll, I'll say that at some point. At some point. But right now, no, I'm not saying that. All right. It's mailbag time. We love the mailbag. We love helping you, you beautiful people. 1 to 21, Jake. You can't cut the deck, unfortunately. All right, we're going to start off with number one. Number one. This is from James. Jake, where is James from? Portland, Oregon. Portland. We love Portland. We really do. We love Portland here. It, it, it's the shining city on the hill. My Amen favorite. To that. My favorite place. Shout out, Portland. Oh, I can't wait to get there soon. I may never leave. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, there's no complaints here and no rebuttal for me. Shout out Portland. We love we love Portland, Oregon. Uh, James, he needs two and a half. James Cook, Ramondre Stevenson, Isaiah Pacheco, Zach Evans. It's Pacheco and Cook for me. That's exactly how I have it. It is Cook and it is Pacheco. I think I have Pacheco at 12. Yeah, I have Pacheco at 10 and I have Cook at 14. I'll give you the other two just for fun. I have Ramondre Stevenson at 18. And then I have Zach Evans at 28. Yeah, I have Pacheco at 11, Cook at 13. Stevenson at 15. Who was the other guy again? Zach Evans. Zach Evans, yes. I haven't adjusted him since he's been named the starter, but like I figure he'll be in like the 24 to 28 range. That's where I, where I have him. Yeah, right now he's 27, so a higher end, a higher end flex option. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so number 1 is gone. 21, 21. 21, 21. This is from Colin. Colin is from well, where else would he would he be? We haven't had we have not had this place in a couple weeks now because 2121 has not been said. Colin is from Atlanta, Georgia. And he hates Arthur Smith. Oh, he cannot stand Arthur Smith. If Colin likes Arthur Smith, he can fuck off. Hate that guy. Uh, Colin, not Colin, Arthur Smith. We like Colin. Colin listens to the program. Colin, he needs two in Superflex. Brock Purdy, Lamar Jackson, Tua Tagliavili, Yola, QB, Alabama. Uh, for me, it's Tua and Lamar, back-to-back. So I have it, Tua and Lamar. I'm going Tua and Purdy. Nah, you're starting Lamar Jackson. It's going to be a lot of points scored in that game, I think, with the Lions and and Ravens. Very low-key. I mean, we've said that now every week with the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of points. They put up points. These are the the games that the Ravens look very good in. 
they they play up to competition. I think they they're a victim of playing down the comp. And I agree with you; they are frauds in the grand scheme of things. But mm-hmm. at home, the Lions going outside the dome. The Lions really haven't played anybody this year either outside of Kansas City. And people forget that if Kansas sure. City hung on to the ball a couple times, they're winning that game by not one but two possessions. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Lamar. Big big day for Lamar and Tua. Two is my number four quarterback for the week. Lamar is number five. I have two at four and Lamar at five. I have Purdy at seven. Yeah, I have Purdy at nine. Okay. I, I so. just like I like the matchup a lot for for Purdy, which is why I said him. But it, it, it is hard in a super flex for you to bench Lamar, personal feelings aside. Yeah. And okay. trust me, I have personal feelings for Lamar. And okay. they're all bad. And they're all bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay, sure he's then. a nice guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but for me in fantasy, he's just never done anything for me. Okay. And he is, he, it's like the AFC version of the Saints. They just never do anything for me. I invest oh. in the Ravens and nothing good ever happens, except for Zay Flowers. That's a great guy. We love Zay Flowers here. Uh, one in one in 20, gone. Number two. Number two. This is from Ken. Jake, where's Ken from? Beverly Hills, California. We love the stars. We love the stars here on this program. Jake, who is the obscure deep cut star that is on your mind today? Well, first off, we have to pay homage to Emilio Estevez. He is always the star that is on our minds here on this program. Always. But but today, we will take a deep cut and we will revisit the childhood shows we're going to go with Emily Osmond, Lily Prescott from Hannah Montana. Wow. That's a deep cut. That's a very deep cut. I could tell you. I could tell I you. a spoiler for next week as well when we're done mm. with this. Mm. Oh. Next what week you... is Halloween. Just uh, refresh on your Halloween movies and whatnot. We're going to stick with the theme of the stars from the Halloween films. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Halloween film fan. Yeah. But yes, Emily Osmond is today. Lily Prescott. So the star that's on my mind today, I'm going with Hugh Laurie, a.k.a. Dr. House on House. I've, I'm starting to rewatch House. Forgot how funny how funny it is. I started a new show myself. What did you start watching? I started watching The Rookie on Hulu. How is it? Bro, it is so good. It's not even funny. It's, you, you, dude, there's, you know just, there's action out the yin-yang, and that show starts off with a bang. You know, you know what's funny is that I had never heard of this show until last week, and let's just say Friday to Friday, you're like the fifth person that has talked about the rookie to me. It's good. All right, I have to watch it. I have to watch it because you're so, so much action. I like it. I like it. I, I need something. I need something. I well, I need stimulation. I need something that gets me. That Some gets me shows going. start off like so slow where you're like, yeah, what the hell is happening here? But no, that show is like fast from like the fifth second of the show, of the program. I love it. Start it. Now Let I, me know. I have to watch it. No, I have to watch it after after I get done with with House. I will uh, get. I'll get the rookie going. I have to. I want to watch House again. Then the rookie. Then I want to watch uh, Jack Ryan. I have to finish that up. Yeah, I, I know Jack Ryan's not going anywhere because that that's that's done. Well, you know what we have every th- every uh, Wednesday night now. Yes, we do have the challenge. We have a date with TJ, Uncle TJ, great guy. 
Uh, tonight's actually the uh, USA finale. It is. It is. It is tonight. Yeah, looking forward to it. I'll watch it tomorrow. Come on, bananas. Yeah, he just completely walked his way there. Of course, and Josh and Josh was crying. Of course he did. Of course, of course, Josh was crying. Because when is Josh not crying? Uh, I'm rooting for my guy Corey. Of course you are. Of course you are. Ken, he wants us to grade the trade in full. He's giving C.D. Lamb, George Kittle, and Javante Williams. He's getting D.K. Metcalf and Travis Kelsey. I think the Metcalf and Kelsey side wins that by wide margin. Uh, yeah, I think the Metcalf and Kelsey side wins that by by a lot. I, I would say you did. Uh, I don't know why he wanted Javante. Maybe he thinks Javante is, you know, he's playing the matchup and he thinks Javante is going to have a good week against the Green Bay Packers. But uh, I put it in a column uh, today. You, it, it's up on the website now for, for Fantasy Pros. Um, I started the column off with who my sit is of the top 40 in uh, the flex ranks in, in half. I started it off with, I could just, I'll read the first couple of lines because I, I could easily access it. Uh, here it is. Aha. No, no, no. I beg you, please do not start Javante Williams under any circumstances. Okay. So there you go. Uh, the Metcalf and Kelsey side, you, you won that deal. Uh, that's a, that's a B plus. Well done. Yeah, B plus for me as well. Uh, one, two, and gone. Number 20. Number 20. This is from Michael. Michael is from Moscow, Russia. The hop. The Kremlin. The hop, the Kremlin. Now, I have some correspondence, not from the Kremlin, but from Buckingham Palace. We'll get to that later. We have results from the Derby of the week. The Kremlin against King Charles. We have our results, and we'll get to that. A little bit later on, the Kremlin International Hub. Uh, Michael, he needs a flex in full. Zach Evans, Jaleel McLaughlin, Antonio Gibson, Josh Downs, Wandale Robinson. Not good options. No, I would imagine this is probably like a 12-team league if these are your options. This is a 10, God help you. This is a 12, then I then I understand. I kind of think McLaughlin here. I want to lean McLaughlin. Evans is very appealing because it is a, it is a Sean McVay. I have Evans. Evans is the highest ranked guy for me. I'll go, I'll go Evans, but I I would say McLaughlin's probably the next guy I would consider. It's not downs and it's not Wondell Robinson for me. No, it's not Antonio Gibson either. It's either Evans or McLaughlin. I, I think if you, if you value the Sean McVay, the Sean McVay running back, you go Evans, even though the matchup isn't necessarily great because it is against Pittsburgh, who their run defense is all right. Uh, McLaughlin has a great matchup against the Packers, but he's also competing with Javante. Evans, we just don't know. I think that's maybe I, – I, I have a feeling that if we come back to this conversation next week and this same question were here, I think there's a possibility that Zach Evans is the runaway guy and it's not even close. 
it's just fear of the unknown right now because we don't know, you know, if Zach Evans is going to be the guy by himself, whether they try and factor in Darrell Henderson, which is the most classic Sean McVay move of all time, whether we get to see that absolute beep, 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 Miles Gaskin. God, no. And, and, and Royce Freeman. And, and, and Royce Freeman. Yes, of course. God help us all. Uh, I, I would take the chance. It, it depends if you need a win. If you need a win, go McLaughlin. If you could afford to take an L and maybe a bad performance from your flex spot, but it's not going to impact you really in the long run, go Evans. Yeah, McLaughlin's a safer play for sure. But yes, without a doubt, he is the much safer play. Uh, 1 2 2021. Gone. Number three. Number three. This is from Liam. Jake, where's Liam from? Lexington, Kentucky. It's almost back. The New York Knicks. They're almost here. Ready to disappoint me. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Did you see in the ESPN power rankings, the Knicks were ahead of the Suns in the power rankings? Oh, I saw. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I saw. I, I do. I, I nearly had a, had a coronary, to be quite honest. I, I was like, what? And I listened. I had a nice smile over it because why not? Because it's funny. But Jesus Christ. That is someone who was paid to work for ESPN, and they're putting that crap out there. Yeah, no way. Not a chance. Not a chance. Uh, Liam, he needs to start two in Superflex. Gardner Minshew, Baker Mayfield, Sam Howell. Howell easily for me, and I would probably go Baker. Yeah. That's what I have. Howell, Baker. Uh, one, two, three, 2021. Gone. Number four. Number four. This is from Patrick. Jake, where's Patrick from? Dublin, Ireland. Maybe St. Patrick. It could it could potentially be St. Patrick. Great, great guy. Absolutely love him. Uh Patrick, he needs three in full. Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper, Zay Flowers, Michael Pittman. So he needs to sit one. He needs to sit one. Yeah. I think, man, this is tough. If PJ Walker starts, I would sit Cooper. I think that's rather easy. But if Watson plays, I think I would sit Pittman. Uh, yes. Yep. Watson plays, you go Cooper, sit Pittman. Walker starts, you sit Cooper, you play Pittman. Uh, one to four. 2021 gone. Uh, number five. Number five. This is from Will. Will is from, uh, he's from, he's from Palo Alto, California. Because why not? Uh, Will, he needs one and a half. Michael Mayer or Kyle Pitts? It's Pitts. It's still Pitts, but keep an eye out on Mayer. It was a good, good pickup. Hold on to him, but go Kyle Pitts. One to five, 2021. Gone. Uh, number 18. 18. This is from Paulie. Jake, where's Paulie from? St. Paul, Minnesota. Of course. Of course. O- only you. Me, me, I would just I would just say somewhere else. Just, that's just completely random. Uh, Paulie, he wants us to grade the draft, grade the trade, half PPR, super flex. He has four quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, Justin Herbert, Sam Howell. He's trading one of his quarterbacks. 
He's giving Jordan Love and Raheem Mostert. He's getting Calvin Ridley and Alvin Kamara. I think he did very well. I think that's great. This, this is this is an A for me. Yeah, that that is an A trade. Well done. You you hoarded quarterbacks like the monster that you are, and you got maximum return. Well done. That that is just a textbook how to do a trade. Trade. Well done. One to five. 18, 19, 20, 21. Gone. 17. 17. This is from Vincent. Vincent is from Blue Point, New York. Vincent, he needs one in full. Curtis Samuel. Oh, good God. Rasheed Rice, Michael Thomas, Jerry Judy. It's Michael Thomas, but I just want to make a I want to put this out there very clearly. It is never Curtis Samuel. Ever. It's it's Thomas, but like, why are you asking this question? Like, do you the game's tonight. <laughs> like true. Very you're true. You're not going to hear this until Saturday. So hopefully you started Thomas. And hopefully he, you uh, started Michael Thomas. Yes. If he puts up a dud, hopefully, then sorry. <laughs> hopefully you started Michael Thomas. Yes. I, I think that's the move. Uh, one to five, 17, eight, 17 to 21. Gone. Number six. <clears throat> Number six. This is from Danny. Jake, where's Danny from? Uh, Athens, Georgia. Nice place. Good team. Good team that plays there. Uh, he needs a deep league flex. I know these are your favorite questions. Yeah. Lat Murray, Keontae Ingram, Jordan Mason, KJ Osborne, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Flex in full. I think I would go Osborne. I think I'd go in Jigba. I would go Osborne. Get a piece Take- of Monday night. Yeah. Take the chance on Njigba. Okay. I, I say Osborne, you say JSN. Yep. I hope JSN has a good week. I'm starting him. So, but uh, Osborne for me. Yep. Uh, one to six, 17 to 21. Gone. Number 10. Jake, do you hear the church bells? Do you see the carriages? Do you hear God save the king? It is King Charles. I finally get him. Hallelujah. Now, King Charles, the man has been traveling the world yonder. Last week at the Kremlin, King Charles, they tied. There was a tie in 100th scoring. There was a tie. So they are undefeated still. King Charles and the Kremlin. So King Charles decided, you know what? I can't stay here. I need to go somewhere else and get my season back on track. King Charles went to a nice cafe in Africa. He went to Rick's Cafe in Casablanca, Morocco. Great place for a king. Rick and King Charles. What are they both? Kings. Uh, King Charles. He needs two in half. Christian Watson, Cortland Sutton, Deontay Johnson, Jordan Addison. Two. Hmm. I'm to refer to the ranks on this. It's either Watson or Addison for me. He, um, needs, he needs two. I have it as I oh, have those it Watson. Two. I have it Watson and Addison. Yeah, okay. Then those two for me. Is Deontay Johnson interesting at all? No. First game back? No. 
interesting period? No. Really? I don't really care. Like, Steelers receiver. Okay, uh, but would you say the same thing about George Pickens? No, but, but I think one of them will be good, but two of them. So I'll take Pickens. Okay. So you're just, you're just yay Pickens, never Deontay Johnson. I don't know about never saying never in fantasy, but like, oh please, oh please, we say never with Curtis Samuel. Oh yeah, well we said never with Hollywood. Um, still could be never. Uh, yeah, I- I'm just all right on Deontay Johnson. Like, I just don't think starting Deontay Johnson on a consistent basis is getting you anywhere in fantasy besides a participation trophy in the playoffs. That's fair. That's fair. Then that I agree with. One to six. 10, 17 to 21. Number seven. And thank you for your question, King Charles. God save the king. Uh, Seven. This is from Howard. Jake, where's Howard from? It's from Howard Beach, New York. Howard, he needs one. Josh Dobbs or Deshaun Watson? So let's answer that one first. It's Dobbs for me. All right. So we don't need to answer the second part because the second part was if Deshaun Watson doesn't play, is it Dobbs, Pickett, Hoyer slash O'Connell, Ritter, no, it's, or it's, Tyson Badgen. I think it's Dobbs. I think it's Dobbs. I think it's Dobbs all the way there. Perfect. So Howard just assumed we were going to say Watson. And and sorry, Howard, we both said Dobbs. And I have yeah. it in my ra- I have it in my ranks as Dobbs. I'm I'm like ninety nine percent certain. Yeah. If, Dob- I, if I know my ranks as, as well as I do, yeah, Dobbs I have Dobbs. Is... Yeah, okay, Seventeen for me. Sixteen for me, and Watson and for me is twenty two. I have a twenty. So it's Dobbs. Dobbs, both of us. Uh, one to seven, 10, 17 to 21. Gone. Number 16. 16. This is from Andrew. Andrew is from, um, he's from Palermo, Italy. Andrew, he needs a flex in full. Jameer Gibbs, Jonathan Taylor, your guy, George Pickens, Christian Watson, Jacoby Myers. It's Gibbs. It's, it's Gibbs. It's Gibbs. I hate it, but it's Gibbs. It's Gibbs. 1 to 7, 10, 16 to 20. Gone. Number 15. Jake. This is from Travis. First of all, where is Travis from? Travis is from Lemoyne, Iowa. Travis made my day. Made my day. Single-handedly, outside of King Charles, of course. Jake, we've gone through how many mailbags so far this year? What's Seven. the What's the one thing that we've been missing? A league dilemma. We have one. Okay. Finally. Did, did, did anybody in his league tell him to call customer support at 8 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday because waivers didn't go through? Travis's lead dilemma question. He says, waivers did not run at all this week in our ESPN league. Sound familiar? Oh, yeah, it definitely does. And then another it, commissioner told us that don't adjust your bids. That's not fair. Absolute nonsense. Uh, he, his waivers didn't run. In, there was a glitch in the system with, with ESPN. Mine didn't run until very, very late morning on Wednesday. Um, some didn't run at all as Travis uh, can attest to. 
Waivers didn't run in his ESPN league, and the commissioner decided to cancel waivers all together. Can't happen. No waivers, no pickups, no nothing. He says he needs help in several areas and need waivers to run because of buys. Is the commissioner overstepping? Overstepping? Overstepping doesn't even begin to describe it. No, he's just being a complete and utter jerk. A dickhead. I'll okay, say yeah. <laughs> dickhead. I did no, this is no, no, this could not happen. Unex- <laughs> refund should be issued uh, with 1000%. Now that what he could do, honestly, if he wanted to, is and you need to have a period where you allow waivers to be opened up on Sunday. You, you have to. Now, if he doesn't want waivers to run, you know, tonight, uh, you know, Friday, Saturday, if he doesn't want waivers to run, then okay, fine, whatever. But you have to have waivers open up on Sunday because what if there's someone that has a that has a defense they need to go pick up? We're not, we're not even talking about the players. Forget forget the players for a second. What if you have people that are streaming defense? What if you have the Philadelphia Eagles? It, someone has the Philadelphia Eagles and they they need to win this week. Is that com- that person going to feel comfortable starting the Eagles against the Dolphins because this commissioner is going to go out and say, "Oh yeah, you can't pick anybody up because of a, a system glitch"? Fuck that. Yeah, I, Fuck I agree, man. That. There needs to be some type of uh, something involved here to make this right because that ain't right. No, this is this is not right. This is absolutely one hundred percent not right. This this is not good. This is absolutely not good. I hope you get you get your way, Travis, because this 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 is a travesty. See what I did there, Travis? Travesty. This is this is bad. Uh, one to seven, 10, 15 to twenty gone 13 and we have our second league dilemma this is from eric eric is from uh let's see uh, eric is from huntington west virginia uh eric he has a league dilemma question eric says the following the trade review board vetoed my deal this is the deal in full he traded zay flowers kenneth walker and evan ingram for derrick henry Devonte adams and kyle pitts what's wrong with this trade they claim there is obvious collusion where i don't see it the team i'm trading with is owen six i am three and three how can they prove collusion, and is this a fair trade? First of all, this is a very fair trade. There is nothing wrong with this. No, nah, yeah, this trade should not be vetoed. And how can you, like, collude for a, a trade that's fair? No, no, no. That's that's horse crap. Uh, there's got to be some absolute, ulterior— This is absolute nonsense. Maybe, that they're, maybe what they're thinking is that the 0-6 team is just selling off to sell off, but, like— this is a very fair trade. There, there are some leagues that are funny like that where they just don't allow trades to go through. I say this all the time. If there is a league where you have an active veto system in place for reasons other than clear, clear one-sided trades slash collusion, that's not a legit league. I'm sorry. It's not. No. Yeah, I agree. You cannot have people on a review board that are wheeling themselves around because, oh, they don't like a deal that went through because it didn't involve them. 
The second you have that and you have people that are coming in and wanting to make trade reviews about themselves, the, tra the trade review board is dead, which is and why I am dead. all for And I used to be big in commissioners take responsibility off of your hands, get other people involved. So that way, if there is something that goes awry, you're not in the firing line. I have changed completely on that. I think if you are a commissioner, a trade review board is absolutely idiotic. You're a commissioner, put yourself in the, in the firing line, and if there's a trade that goes through that you that you think is bad, then you have to step forward, veto, explain your position, and take the heat, unfortunately. I'm the judge, jury, and executioner uh, where I'm a commissioner. And, and you know what? I've changed completely. Like I said, I have changed completely on that. But now, now that I see more and more trades like this that get vetoed, I'm just sitting there. I'm saying to myself, you, "Why? What's the point?" You know what I? You know what I did? Um, where because I hate just processing trades. I hate people that text me like, "Hey, can you push my trade through?" It automatically goes through, and if I see it, and I don't like it, then I'll take action. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. I might have to implement that because that, that has happened to me many times. It's like, can you push my trade through? Yeah, sure. Let me just drop exactly what I'm doing right now in my life so I can push it, your trade through. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God, Jake. Thank you. Thank you, God. Like, right? oh, yeah. It's the most I, annoying thing. I have thing. nothing better to do with my life. And, and if you don't answer and like an hour goes by, hey, can you put my trade through again? Like, right. No, like, yeah, when I get a second or like. The worst is when like people do it like right before kickoff. It's like stop what you're doing, push my trade through. Like, no, I, I, I hate it. I so hate it. it got it got to a point where it was just like too annoying, and I hated dealing with it. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. It's automatically going through, and if it's terrible, I'll just step in and reverse it. Who cares? Correct. <laughs> I think that's genius. I, I honestly, I, I it happens all the time. It happened to me today. It legitimately happened to me today, where uh, trade was being pushed through. And it was a trade that I was involved in, but I had to wait for the review board to push the trade through. And once a trade went through, all right, trades through. Can you push it? Can you push it through? It got approved at 630 in the morning. I was up and working at that point. And then I went to go and play pickleball. So excuse me for not looking at my phone 24-7, which anybody who knows me knows this. I am the worst texter that there is. I'm terrible at it because I just enjoy not having my phone on me. I, I, I am I am Neolithic in that way. I enjoy cutting myself off when I can. I enjoy sniffing some grass every now and again. I enjoy it. It's nice. That's why running waivers is not a bad idea because like it's so, it's so frustrating when somebody gets the player that's like a hot waiver pickup just because they had their phone out in front of them first. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep, I hate it. I hate I it. I hate it. I hate it. And anybody I who think next continue... year I'm gonna in all my leagues, it's gonna be running waivers. Yes, one thousand percent. The only I'm... thing that sucks is like if you have like a last minute like injury and you need to pick somebody up. That's the thing that 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 kind of stings. But no, that yeah. stinks. That that definitely stinks. But I, I I hope that ESPN and I have talked to people at ESPN about this. I hope ESPN gets on the it's on board with allowing there to be a setting where you could allow same day pickups, free same day pickups on Sunday. Cause that would be a game changer.
Yeah, that would that would change life. Oh, yes, it would. Because that's the thing stopping me from running waivers and all. No doubt. That's the thing. No doubt. But the way but the way you counteract it now is you have waivers run at noon. That's that's that that's the change that you make when you see the inactives come out at 11. You have waivers that that run at noon, but it just sucks with the later games because you can't make those 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 pickups before the later games. But at that point, if you don't have what you have, then it's just, it's just like, all right, you know, whatever. Uh, one to seven, 10, 13, 15 to 21, gone. Number 12. Number 12. This is from Matthew. Jake, where's Matthew from? Calgary, Canada. Uh, Matthew, he needs two in Superflex. Jordan Love, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford. It is Stafford and it is Love for me. Stafford and Love. One to seven. 10, 12, 13, 15 to 21. Gone. Number eight. Number eight. This is from Benny. Benny is from Baku, Azerbaijan. Benny, he wants us to grade the trade in Dynasty. He's giving Tyler Lockett and James Conner. He's getting a 2027 first and Tajay Spears. That's really uh, tanking right there. That's a textbook definition of going into the tank and stacking up on assets. Look, if your team absolutely sucks and you're at the bottom of the standings, I like the deal for you because those two guys are not helping you get out of that hole. Um, But if your team is competing, I would love to know the rationale behind this. Like, I would love if he included his record in the question to add some context here. And I, I love, I love these trades too, because you know, we're in, we're in 2023. You're going to be in this dynasty league three years from now. And you're going to be able to use that 2027 first. Now, if this is a dynasty league, that's like 15 years old, then rock on. But if, the, if this is like a two, three-year-old dynasty league and you have picks that you could trade four drafts from now, like oof, that's a long yeah. time. You don't even know if you're going to, if this dynasty league is going to be existing. That's always a fear for me. That's that's a hesitancy a of joining fear. Dynasty. It's like it can fold like, you right. know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a, a real concern. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, who's, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Who, who Who's there to be the check in the balance on, oh, yeah, you, you, I have to use a 2027 first round pick. Now the league could fucking fall tomorrow. Yeah. Like, move. But, hey, Benny. I traded for Tajay Spears this week too in Dynasty. I got a lot more than you did, but I also traded Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, I'm, I'm also a rebuilding team. Um, I'm rooting for Tajay Spears with you. <laughs> you, you. You better hope that rebuilding team has a season for next year. The following years, hopefully the league doesn't fold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. One to eight, ten. I'll just give you the ones that are available. We have nine, 11, 14. Are left. Uh, number nine. Number nine. This is from Stephen. Jake, where's Stephen from? Stephen is from, uh, let's go with Houston, Texas. Uh, Stephen, he wants us to grade the trade in half. He's giving Damian Pierce and Jonathan Taylor. He's getting Kareem Hunt and Aaron Jones. Eh. Eh. Stinky, stinky. Yeah, it, it's a whole lot of shitty. I mean, you're, I... Getting the, you're getting the best player in the trade, which is probably Aaron Jones. Yeah. I said it probably, but do we even know that? I have no idea. It's I'm a just, C. It's a C. Yeah, it's just it's like boring. whatever. What did you yeah. really accomplish here? Right, nothing. Nothing got accomplished. I mean, if if anything, you traded Damian Pierce, who is a starter 
I guess by default, but got could lose his job. Last week. Yeah, he, he got out snapped by Devin Singletary last yeah, week. Yeah, could lose his job. Jonathan Taylor, who we're hoping is going to get back to beat the starter, but Zach Moss has looked really good. For Aaron Jones, who is hurt and doesn't get any goal line stuff anymore. And Kareem Hunt, who was in a committee. So what the hell did you do to improve your team? I don't know. Ugats. That's what you did. Uh, 11 and 14. Number 11. Number 11. This is from Sheldon. Sheldon is from... Uh, he is from... Let's go with Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, Sheldon, he's two and full. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I saw this question. I immediately said, oh, boy, I got to put this in the mailbag just for laughs. Uh, he needs two and full. Either Pittsburgh guy, either Denver guy, or Jerome Ford. I think it's Ford. And he needs one more. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ford and Harris for me. It's Ford and Harris by default. It's so disgusting. But e. you know what? I take that back. I'm going to go Ford and Warren because it's full. Yeah. Like, yeah. But sure. 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 Like, oh, God help you, man. Uh, and 14. This is from Billy. Jake, where's Billy from? Uh, Billy is from Richmond, Virginia. Oh, you missed an opportunity there. Are they going to say he was from Billy's in the Bronx, New York? Nah, that's that's you, you can't you can't stretch it. Okay, fair, fair, it. fair. And the Yankees are on the bad list right now. Nah, you got you, you can't you, let. I'll, I'll cue you in, and I got you. Don't worry. Oh, oh, oh you'll cue me in. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll cue you in when it's appropriate. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I forgot the man who has the temperature of the room. Is gonna tell me when it's we, appropriate. We can't. We can't, it. we can't ruin. We can't ruin the thing. Got, got it. Got it. Okay. All right. But when I go off script and I don't say, "Oh, where's Paul from?" Oh, Paul is from. Uh, he, he's from. He's from. I don't fucking know. Uh, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Oh, that 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 can't do. No, nope, that can't Saint do. Paul, Minnesota. If you say anything else, that, oh, that's that's going too off brand. Yep. I do off brand. <laughs> Fourteen. This is from Billy. Billy, he needs two in full. Kareem Hunt, Roshan Johnson, Zach Moss, Jonathan Taylor. It, if Roshan Johnson plays, it's Roshan Johnson and Jonathan Taylor. If Johnson doesn't play, it's Jonathan Taylor and Kareem Hunt for me. I would just take the freaking running back points from the Colts and play Moss and Taylor. You know what? Sure. I, I'm fine with that. I changed my answer. That's the one. Just I would. take his temperature of the room, so I'll, I'll give him that one. Just take the points. One of them's going to score. I forgot. Jake's, Jake Simone, brand ambassador of, of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I complete, completely forgot my B. I'll cue you in when it's uh, when it's appropriate on uh, when we can go with the trendy places that match the names. Like, Billy's, that, that, that's not like a state, you know. Nah. Like, and Billy's, who really gives a shit? It's too crowded there. You're not a fan of Billy's? No. Really? It's too crowded there, man. I mean, I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not a All fan those of Billy's. I'm not a fan of Billy's either. The deep sleeper and the real ones. No, it's NYY Eatery is the oh. spot because nobody's there. There's no lines. You go right on up. You need to use the bathroom. Hardly a line. You get right in there. Do your business and and keep enjoying it. That's the spot, Mister Burtzel, for the real ones. Like the kids can go to Billy's and you know do kid like activities, but the real ones. Now, NYY eatery. eateries, that's a good spot. I've only been once. That was, I was I, it was a good time for that reason. 
There was nobody there. That's the spot. Oh, wow. That's a great call. Anywho. All right. Well, we had fun, didn't we? It's time for us to get fucking sad. Uh, here's the start of the week from last week. Oh, <laughs> oh good God. Good God. Okay. Uh, so I had uh, Matthew Stafford. Brutal. But I honestly, if you didn't say like Dak, you, you didn't have a quarterback that was good. Uh, and Jake said Gardner Minshew. Uh, Jake, your thoughts on Gardner Minshew, please. I believe that you said, and yeah. I quote, um, I should never be allowed to do start of the week again after picking Gardner Minshew. Worst call I think I've ever had. It, it wasn't Jeff Wilson point six. No, no, that, no. Nothing tops that. No, no. Uh, we haven't had a goose egg start of the week yet, though. Thank God. And hopefully we can keep it that way. But after last week, I mean, oof, who the hell knows? Um, I went with Alvin Kamara. That was good. And Jake, you went for James Cook. James Cook been a little stinky recently, and that continued last week. Uh, I went for – I backed the fucking guy for a change. Fuck you, Calvin Ridley. And then Jake went with Jordan Addison, which – He scored. He scored, yeah. So it counts. It counts. He got, he got the touchdown, but only two good starts of the week out of six. That's brutal. And then I went with – Cole Komet, which was bleh. and Jake went with Tyler Higby, which was bleh. so here we are again. It's bounce back time. Oh, I hope to God you're right. All right, Jake, we got to shake it up. You're going first this week, sir. Who is your QB start of the week? I'm going with Sam Howell against yeah. the Giants. Oh, you motherfucker. That's the one I was going to go with. This is why I hate I hate going second, because I we always it have the same. Yeah, I know. Stocks. Um, uh, my QB start of the week, I'm going to go for... Uh, I'll say Brock Purdy. I'll say Brock Purdy versus, versus the Minnesota Vikings. I, I backed them up uh, already on this podcast, so I will go ahead and I will say... Mr. Purdy, start of the week for Moa. Uh, the running back start of the week for Moa. Uh, I really want to say Roshan Johnson. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put him down. Um, uh, but at the caveat that Roshan Johnson does not play, um, I will I will go ahead and I will say James Cook. So okay. I'm gonna take your start of the week from last week. I'm, I'm gonna apply him to this week. I think he scores versus New England. I hope, hope to God so. he scores. I'm going to go with Rashad White against the ATL. Nice. Nice. He was one that I thought about. One that I, that I definitely thought about. Uh, okay, Jake, your wide receiver start of the week. I'm going to stick with the same game. I'm going Mike Evans. Nice. Nice. Makes a makes a career out of killing the Atlanta Falcons, as we have talked about at nauseum uh, this week. Uh, for me... There are a bunch that I want to say because there are a lot of really, really, really good starts this week. Um, my gut says to really go for it and just back him up entirely and say Jackson Smith and Jigba. I've only been talking him up all week. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm putting my money in my mouth as Jackson Smith and Jigba start of the week. I like it. I hope you're right. I hope I hope to God I'm right because, man. That would be it. I would be. I would, I would replace Jeff Wilson point six if I can get Jackson Smith and Jigba to do something this week. Uh, and then the tight end position for me, 
I'm going to go with Luke Musgrave against the Denver Broncos. I think he scores this week. I like that one. Thank you. Um, I've said this guy once this year. I have a, I have a feeling he scores again this week because I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go Zach Ertz. Nice. You said him two weeks ago, and he came through for you. Yeah. So, Zach Ertz, start of the week for Jake. So, Jake, his start, his starts of the week. Sam Howell, Rashad White, Mike Evans, Zach Ertz. My start of the week. My starts of the week. Brock Purdy, Roshan Johnson, if he plays. If he doesn't play, James Cook. Jackson Smith and Jigba and Luke Musgrave. Well, this is normally when we would end the program, but I have a surprise for you. I'm planning this for a bunch <laughs> oh of the week. God. So, Jake is also a frequent on our other show, which kind of which kind of goes into hibernation during football season. That's the Basement Talk podcast. Jake, we have a segment on the Basement Talk podcast that we do. Every single opening. What the, might that segment be? Deep sleeper. That is correct. So, Jake, we're bringing it on to the mailbag. The deep sleeper of the week. Oh. A guy that is completely off the radar that you think it could be from any position. It's just one guy. Your ultimate deep sleeper of the week who you think is going to shine like the North star in week number seven, Jake, who is your guy? Who is your deep sleeper? A deep sleeper. Yep. At any position, any position could be anybody you want. Just has to be off the beaten path. So we'll say outside the top 20 for quarterbacks, top 20 for tight ends, top 36 for receivers. And running backs. All right. Top 20 isn't that deep. I- I'm going to go with like outside the top 40. Well, t- 20 outside top 20 was for quarterback and tight end. Okay. And then running back receiver. We can go 40 if you want. Let's go top 40 for the for running back and receiver. Done. Okay. I can look to that. I mean, you already had one, dude. JSN is pretty freaking deep. Uh, JSN, I have, I have high in my ranks. I have JSN at 38 this week, so I can't say it. All right. Ready for this one? This is deep. Sure. It's a game that will have tons and tons and tons of scoring. Mm. Everybody's talking about Rishi Rice. McCall Hardman's back. I'm going to go with Kadarius Tony against the Chargers for the Chiefs. I like it. Something like it tells me big game for Tony this week. In a game that it's going to turn into a track meet, let's face it. When doesn't it between these two teams? I like it a lot. Uh, my deep sleeper of the week. I don't know why I'm going to go with him, but I am. I'm going the same rationale as you. Game where we expect there to be a lot of points. Guys are going to be off the radar and they're going to score. I'm going to go with Braxton Berrios of the Miami Dolphins against the Eagles on Sunday night. Okay. Formerly, as some would call him, Braxton Earl. 
given his current relationship status with one Alex Earl. Yes, I am for the culture, as the kids would say. So that's going to be it for the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. That's it for the mailbag. Hopefully you enjoyed Deep Sleeper. If you like Deep Sleeper and you want us to do more Deep Sleeper, let us know. Let us know for next week's mailbag. And if you have any questions for next week's mailbag, you know what to do. Send in your questions, and we will be more than happy to answer them. So for Jake Simone, I'm Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. This has been the Week 7 Mailbag. Good luck to everyone in Week Number 7. We will see you in Week 8. We have Week 7 Review, we have Week 8 Previews, and then, of course, we have the Week 8 Mailbag. To cap it all off, until next time, we're out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.